All right, Curtis Cook, we made you watch the Discovery Kids show Endurance, the show that would exist if Survivor was made by and for children. What is your major compliment? <laughs> My major compliment for this show. Favorite thing about the show? Hey, you know, I think kids need discipline. <laughs> it's one of the 12 pyramids. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you think they also need courage and luck? Hmm. No, I don't remember the other. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the other nine. I just uh, like was one of them. Uh, I thought that was important. Yeah. Heart was one of them. Heart, which is where they talk to animals. Earth. Right? Wait, yeah. is it just the, the elements of Captain Trust. Planet? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them is buoyancy. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's the main thing you need. <laughs> you, you need a lot of patience too, because there's a lot of waiting like, on the show. Camera like, charisma, maybe. Yeah, right. Sure. Uh, implicit sort of racism, kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. I thought so. Uh, where? Identify uh, it. They did not like, uh, what's her name? Michelle. Oh, they didn't. Oh, that was true in that yeah. case. Uh, yeah. they Michelle? Did... They didn't like Michelle? Yeah. They made some it's quick judgments of... about people. Yeah. Uh, they are teens. They are teens. They are teens. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the worst much... part of the teens, right? Because it's like low teens as well, which is like... You, I like, think, I don't... you like high to mid teens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it gets better. Like, it gets worse and better. But like, I feel That's like 17 is like not a bad year on the whole. But, like, 14 is just garbage. Yeah, it's yeah. really tough. Everybody's just awkward. There's got to be yeah. someone who peaked that at 14. <laughs> the that first person is terrible. episode where they're like, what are you, we're going to put you in this desert land full of danger. What are you nervous about? And the girl's like, what if I don't make any friends? <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that's that, like, hard. I came here to make friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I'm here. Yeah. A lot of them did. They were like, the person who went home on the first challenge was like, I made so many friends. Yeah. yeah. How did you do that so fast? <laughs> Like if you put me down in a if you put me on like a conference with t- these twelve adults and the conference but the conference was on the beach I would make zero friends. Oh yeah, but totally. The, there's zero really? percent chance I'd make friends with these people. I know you live a different thing. life, Ezra. Yeah, didn't you know? Well, no, 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 no. Uh, I think I think it's very possible. There's like one, like maybe like twenty percent of people are like you, Alex. And so I think you'd find another Alex who's just not going to make any friends either. And you guys can be friends together. Yeah, that or makes us double not friends. I would I would just. Be- <laughs> crying the entire time that was I'll a common sh- strategy on this show have you, yeah. this is ezra and chris right are there other two no, this people? is ezra and steven chris ezra, is oh, yeah, ezra so, and steven yeah, so you've known steven them since too. high school since college so, so you just keep the same three people your whole life <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i and, and uh if it weren't for the podcast they would never talk to me <laughs> i mean not never but definitely less frequent right this, like, this good, is that's the only reason i talk to you is so that once a year you can buy me a book i don't like <laughs> Yeah, you didn't even get a book this time. Wait, yeah. did you read Endurance Shackleton's Journey? <laughs> that, this was, this was, that was the book I read one time in high school. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's it's like, is, there a, is there a novelization of this reality? <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's, I, I, you can say this is loosely based on fictional, uh, on, on real events. Yeah, my I, favorite I part say. of this show is when they kill Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was. <laughs> the Brown team woke up crying that day. <laughs> Be a weird novelization. All right. Uh, how about Stephen? Why don't you go next? What's your uh, major compliment for? Yeah, endurance? my major. Uh, so I, I have a hard time dealing with any reality TV show of any kind, but uh, I will say that I do have, I guess, a warm spot for this one because in the pilot episode, it featured kids screaming, "This is torture." <laughs> <laughs> That's your sweet spot. We just found it. The- they get it real quick. Yeah, also, they just immediately, they were just screaming in pain. I was like, I what, are, what is this? Why am I watching this? They were really upset about having to ride a donkey, which seemed like, I don't know, maybe one of my better days. <laughs> Whoa, you think, you one think of you, bad days for you. Yeah, wait, you think you could ride a donkey? 
I have. You have? I've read the world. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was a very, that was the humblest Donkey Kong I've ever you, heard. You did, you, you did that with your sip of your coffee so yeah. well. <laughs> it's come up from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Um, I know a guy. I dabble in Donkey. <laughs> I don't like the sound of dabbling in Donkey. Um, I'm going to go next. My major compliment is also from the first episode. We watched most of season two was our goal. Uh, but the first well, episode of season two... Was I mean uh, I, I thought it was gonna be most of but like it turns out there's a lot of episodes because they basically split every like reasonable length episode into two so it's like uh, right. it's like it's like half as filling basically yeah, yeah so we watched like six episodes of season two or less depending on how far each person was able to endure <laughs> I okay so the first challenge uh, after the donkey ride the first challenge is to hold a metal bar above your head just a very light metal bar and you just hold it above your head and then the loser falls in the ocean. And then somebody after it, uh, one of the one people, one person got eliminated, and that person was interviewed. And the question was, "What did you learn from your experience?" And she said, "I learned that it takes more than just a dream to fulfill your goals, and you can make new friends easily. And first impressions are not always correct. And I learned to never ride a donkey without a saddle. And that is a lot to learn from a donkey ride and holding a bar above your head for two minutes. That's true." That, None of it's wrong, though, as far as I could check. I don't think My, so. Like, <laughs> I like the guy who said what he learned after he was eliminated from that was uh, to always expect the unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, a, a big life lesson that is, one, impossible. Yeah, it doesn't make two, any sense. You just yeah. got that from holding right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about this briefly last week, actually. My dislike for the phrase, expect the unexpected. It is uh, really yeah, unclear like what that either. means. We we talked about it in the context of Roadhouse, where what right. it means is expect to get stabbed by a stranger. Right. Well, but this have you not. ever held a bar over your head? Because maybe that's <laughs> the context in I, which you understand I what guess it really means. Of all the times I've tried to hold a metal bar over my head, I've never been dropped into the ocean. So that is a little unexpected. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kids these days don't face consequence. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You failed a simple task. You should almost drop. My my comment though was for the ability, kids' ability to learn because I could also hold a bar above my head, fall in the ocean, get stabbed, and learn nothing from the whole thing. That's in my. <laughs> I mean, house. I think you should you should probably learn that like you need a better contract for your reality TV shows. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so that leaves you as what's your major compliment? Uh, well, I mean, I think maybe pivoting off of yours, Alex, you're saying like kind of like kids these days. Uh, I, I really like the idea of a, of a reboot of like modern endurance of what like are now like so these kids had to Is get this, twelve like, pyramid pieces. Uh, no, two thousand two. Yeah. That's oh. Wow. Right. This is Ten this is old. plus years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one will know the exact that. number between <laughs> now and two thousand two, but. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What's um, the modern endurance look like? What are the twelve pyramid pieces there? Buoyancy yeah. is still on it, I think. Well, so okay, buoyancy is that's that's one for the ages. That's never going to go out of style. But uh, I think binge watching is like is one of the ones that I think is now important. Oh yeah, and like maybe like maybe like like thumb dexterity, I think as well. I mean that was important in 2002. No, no, like because it just like, it just be like the 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 dot like the it's like the the T9 thing, right? So oh, you, oh yeah, 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 maybe like um avoiding clickbait. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which and clicks cl- also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just clicks. Yeah. Like clicks with yeah. a Q. Yeah, with the Q, absolutely. You know, because oh. they're 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 mean girls in there. Oh, one could be like divesting fossil fuels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, as what is what is clickbait with a Q? 
Is that an um, ar- an article I, that tries to get you to join their group of friends? Yeah, yes, exactly. And and you know what? You should have a wider circle of friends. You're too young to to not you know to close down <laughs> your options. yourself. Yeah, that's an important life lesson from Ezra Fox. <laughs> Clickbait. That's Adult. why I learned from holding this bar. <laughs> Good morning, meat suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and stuff, uh, sometimes TV shows, sometimes questionably good or bad, depending on your point of view, TV shows. I'm your host, Alex Falcone on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always, wait, that's the script that I say, but Chris is not here. <laughs> Who is going to be the, the Chris? That's the, that's the real question. I think we just promote each person one step, so as well, wait, you no, are the So Chris. you can either promote me or demote Steven. I think that's probably how it works. <laughs> no, I think... Wait. We, so hold on, wait. Chris outranks Ezra. <laughs> yeah, oh, clearly. <laughs> okay. He's, he, okay. He's second, Mike. You, you're usually fourth. You got bumped up to third, and Curtis right. yeah. is normally not on the show. We bumped him up to guest. I'm killing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh? Give me a sure. metal bar. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the thing about a metal bar above your head is the really the challenge is just hold your arms. The right? challenge is knowing that you can fail at the simplest task, and no one gives a <laughs> shit that you're going to high school. <laughs> that's right that's a good lesson all right so j- not joining us this week c walter smith is in uh, paris on a nice vacation eating jam <laughs> with tanya uh but joining us says sometimes on our second mic today new promotion uh it's uh mr ezra fox what wait i got promoted i thought okay that's cool. what i said no, I wasn't listening. That's what we were just talking about. You were participating in I that like conversation. The way you said no, I wasn't listening. Like I'm the asshole. Like, wait, I'm... wait, wait. Did, did, I, did I just get demoted? Did I get bumped down? No, you're second mic. I... You're still gonna have to summarize later. So just get ready. This is really hard to lose this job. How did Chris hold? I understand how Chris held it for such a long time now. Yes, yeah, union yeah. man. You can never get fired after the ninety as days. As long as, well, as long as I don't go to Paris unexpectedly. I'm not, we're not firing him. We gave him a free trip to Paris. What did he do to get that, though? Stuck around for 335 episodes. Yeah, just wow. a couple of years of service. Yeah, just yeah. endurance. Held, held a bar over his head. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> uh, well, um, anyway, let's lower the bar so you can get in. As, as you, Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, hey, guys. I, I want Jacqueline to be my partner. Oh, wait. I also want Jacqueline to be my partner. Oh, I like Jacqueline, too. Uh-oh. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> they sure all like Jacqueline right away and I'm not sure if they actually met her or if that was just like clustering like one of them liked Jacqueline so they all wanted her Yo, yeah it's just like a stampede kind of like a like a bandwagon yeah. effect yeah it's my sus- not that Jacqueline doesn't have a lot to offer theory. it's the same reason I stopped no, liking I think... Dane Cook because other people <laughs> other people stopped your, your cousin Dane Cook <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah are you related to Dane Cook? You're yeah, also a comedian. Dane I don't Cook. talk about it because I want people to respect me for who I am. <laughs> yeah, about how much you like Jeff Dunham. I'm also a Coppola. That. I've been a Coppola this whole time. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> Big surprise. Uh, also, okay, so on third mic today, recently promoted, uh, it's Mr. Stephen Carter. Uh, just to underscore how much they talked about that, I also prepared to say, I want Jacqueline as my partner. <laughs> nice. And a uh, very special guest related to Dane Cook and <laughs> Sophia Coppola uh, and other Coppolas possibly. Uh, very special Just Sophia. Guest. Just Sophia? Just Sophia. <laughs> not, not, not Nick Cage or Jason Sportsman. Wait, nope. they're also related to Coppola? They're yeah. all in the Coppola family. It's a great yeah, family, it's... guys. Get in there if you can. 
<laughs> anyway, he's not in the Coppola family, but he has been. Uh, anyway, he he is on Twitter at Curtis underscore Cook. Please welcome in our prone studios, Mr. Curtis Cook. I watched ten minutes of every episode and then got bored and started watching Hunger Games. <laughs> Why is no one shooting? Bad of a ratio, though, Curtis, because they're only twenty minutes ki- each. Yeah, you got halfway. I got halfway got, through, and I was like, these yeah. kids are not facing enough danger. The first three minutes <laughs> right. is a summary of the previous episode, so you actually watched every episode. I I should have just watched the first three minutes of every episode. Or you could have yeah, watched just that. episode seven, which was a recap of the first six episodes. That in, well, you got to yeah. then you do the reunion episode where it turns out that Hoops was really not the right person. Uh, <laughs> Hoops, Hoops from season one of Flavor of Love. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I did not catch that right away. That'd be a, a weird mashup show. Yeah, but flavor of child the love. Consequences when you gr- turn eighteen, you have to try to get Flavor Flav to love you. <laughs> <laughs> I want Flavor Flav to love me. That seems like a decent game. Don't make friends very easily. Barely loves his twelve children. <laughs> All right, so this is episode number three hundred and thirty-six. And get ready, because this is a really good number fact today. We have now done as many episodes as the number of cases of cantaloupe recalled by Canada uh, by the Del Monte uh, uh, delivery service uh, for Salmonella. Wow. Well, wait. I mean, that's kind of a lot, but I don't know how many they're shipping usually. Six pallets, a little over 4,000 melons. Why does cantaloupe even exist? (laughs) What? (laughs) Wow. That is a strong cantaloupe take. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird that you're going to make cantaloupe justify its existence on this show. They'll like it. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Curtis, Curtis. This will will change everything I think about you from now on. How do you feel about honeydew? I'm about honeydew, though. What? Wait, so you're you're generally pro-melon, but you just don't like cantaloupe? Yeah, Uh, that's a weird. It looks weird. It scares me. Cantaloupe what? looks does, like what I like, imagine I cancer like, what, looks like. It looks like orange honeydew. What are you talking about? It looks like so. it's a it's a it looks like it's a cold day and you've got yeah, balls. Like I don't like it. Like a HR Giger looks like Deadpool's yeah. face. Yeah, right. I, I like to judge a melon by what it's in what's inside, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've well, been married for team. a long time. I'm still about the outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this this fact uh, today is as reported in thepacker.com, the fresh fruit and vegetable industry's leading source for news information and analysis, uh, which I was happy to discover. The Packer has been reporting every week on the produce industry since 1893. That's an impressive run for a news magazine. Yeah, this is, this is a hard industry nowadays. So yeah. well, with the the... The the blogs taking up all the uh, yeah know, just independent bloggers and their shorts and stuff like that you know they're, yeah they're, they're yeah all the new but, news but the packer dot com is continuing to serve fresh fruit and vegetable growers packers and shippers as well as produce retailers food service distributors fresh cut processors wholesale pr- produce distributors and allied product and service providers every That's time I have, to, I have to ask. Do, do we just get a new sponsor like last week? Andrew, <laughs> you about this point. I, you know, so I go googling for these num- the fact for the number the, of the episode, and uh, I would just I really love uh, industry magazines. Have you like if you ever get a chance, peruse an industry magazine because they have ads for stuff that no one needs to buy. <laughs> besides that, it, like so it's very specialized. You're used to seeing like the same five ads in in, in the normal world, but you go to a place like thepacker.com and it's like. The best refrigeration mist unit, and it's only twenty nine thousand dollars. You're like, this, that's a very specialized. 
Every time I do this podcast, it turns out that you're exactly who I thought you were. Oh, Oh, for my spare time, I watch kids fall down and look into fruit companies. (laughs) Okay, look. I know that I probably live up to your stereotypes of me, but I would be shocked if watching kids fall down and reading fruit magazines was the stereotype you had. That would be crazy. (laughs) That's what you know about Alex's, though, right? Alex Falcone looks like a cantaloupe-eating motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, speaking of products best selected young, this week we're talking about Endurance uh, from 2002 Ah. on on Discovery Kids or at DK, uh, which Donkey Kong was pissed off had already been sold. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Valerie from Hartsdale, who said that I just rewatched season one, and I thought this would be a fun topic for you to review since it's a reality show with physical challenges. Uh, also, it's uh, this show. I I enjoy this show probably more than is warranted. So hopefully, it won't suck for you guys to watch it. So Valerie, this is the time in the show where we say our normal disclaimer: no refunds. Followed by Ezra saying, "I liked it." <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Did you like it, Ezra? How could I not? <laughs> it's boring. It, yeah, that's one no. way. <laughs> Again, you guys watched it on one time speed, I'm guessing. That was yeah. your mistake. You My episodes were 10 minutes each, okay. and they were very, very quick. Oh, there's that's a, so smart. There's no amount of quickness that would mean that like the final challenge is playing rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> that's never oh. going to be interesting. Oh. Did you Wait, wait, Stephen. Did you not gasp when the elements went up for the first time? Because I did. Uh, I was actually shocked by that. <laughs> I was like, there was some PA was underneath like, oh, there that. pushing up a bowl of water. Yeah, it's just some <laughs> some guy down there. Yeah, I did not gasp. Okay, so we'll get to the, that in just a second. But first, I just want to let you know that if you want to force us to watch a topic that you enjoy and only Ezra will from our side, <laughs> go to readdashweep.com, sign up on the mailing list. We'll have more episodes to sponsor in a, in a little bit. Ez, since you're promoted to second mic, I need you... Oh, to summarize in the style of a dorky guy stuck on an island with a bunch of kids and some cargo shorts. <laughs> um, I, I, might need some, I might need some teammate assists at some point. Uh, okay. I am on so, an opposing I team. I refuse to make a, an alliance with you. If you're not Jacqueline, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Steven, Steven, Steven. Yeah. How do, you feel, how do you feel about an alliance? Um, uh, okay. I'll, which, which color ball do you want to catch? <laughs> um, not a trick question. Not a trick question. Green, green is my favorite color. Okay. And green also. If you know that about me, then clearly we'll be partners now. Okay. Yeah. Let's catch the green ball. Okay. Great. Oh no, I okay. got all wet. Okay, we're we're. Partners. <laughs> oh no, I got all wet. Oh no, I got all wet chasing this ball. <laughs> all right. Uh, so so uh, guys, how do you feel about being in the in a in a deserted? Probably not deserted island, uh, you know, uh, populated with twenty, you know, young and teens, and probably twenty or so like annoyed uh, reality crew members. Um, I don't and, know. Yeah, well, it's happened now, and and, and if you want to go home, like this one guy who apparently has diabetes, um, <laughs> he, he will keep on winning challenges and not be able to go home. So, yeah, so um, it turns out the so, best way to win paper rock scissors is to really want to lose. Yeah, it's just a tough. So yeah, okay, I, I'm gonna. I, how does Chris do this? I can see why 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 he's the he's the go to summarizer. Yeah, he's pretty good. And also, it's helpful when you know that you're gonna summarize to have some warning about it. Uh, yeah, to, yeah. It's also uh, helpful to sort of like you know anticipate. 
That's one of the triangles, is the anticipation. Ezra, do you want to tag me in real quick? I could probably... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Steven, Steven, save me, man. Okay. I'm out to see. It's Survivor with Kids, uh, and uh, the the way that you win is by collecting uh, little pyramid pieces that all have corporate buzzwords like commitment and leadership. (laughs) (laughs) That is well summarized. (laughs) According to Uh, Wikipedia, one contestant, 14-year-old Tyler, competed despite having diabetes requiring daily insulin treatments. I don't think that is that hard of a despite. I'm not saying diabetes is easy, but this is not a hard show. Wait, here's a question. Do you say diabetes or diabetes? Yeah, you've been saying diabetes. That's how time. I say it. Yeah. Really? That's how they. That's how people say it. That's how I Will should call my dad it. and check in. What is Make your dad sure say? he's doing okay. Yeah. Would you put your dad on the phone right now? <laughs> um, that's how people said it. I thought. No. Yeah, okay. Right. I mean, that's not how I say it, but I mean, we can't all know. Do you want to know the the pieces? Yeah, tell me the Heart, pieces of this pyramid. Discipline, puzzle. trust, commitment, leadership, knowledge, teamwork, perseverance. There might be more. All right. Okay. <laughs> There's just the ones listed here. <laughs> dot dot dot. Ellipses. Those are the starting um, pieces of the eight that the eight teams chose. I don't know what the other pieces are. I will say that uh, the uh the uh um uh, Wikipedia page on this TV show is really, uh, it's authoritative. <laughs> yeah. It is everything. Um, and the island, by the way, is Baja, California, near the resort town of La Paz, Mexico. So not an island, not deserted. Oh. As far as we know. It's on a beach near a resort in Baja. But, but did you notice that those beds were pretty wooden? So yeah, they, had, they, had they were like, beds that were all you have hard. to sleep on is this piece of wood. And then the next scene is them laying out their sleeping bags. Like, that's not just a piece of wood then. When they killed Rue and District 11 went fucking crazy, <laughs> that was my favorite part. Yeah. I I was sad about that. Rue was r- really fun. Played oh, yeah. by uh, Jada Pinkett Smith? No. no. That's a grown woman. <laughs> Who's the little Smith? <laughs> Willow Smith? Willow. Willow. Was played it Willow played Smith? by Willow Smith? No. I don't think it was. It was. It was a Janae Wall. There's three black actresses that are under 12. <laughs> uh, when she, it was one of the three. Yeah. I don't, I don't subscribe to that magazine, but... <laughs> you should get on Industry Magazine. <laughs> you see advertisements for black actresses. <laughs> three black, black, a- black actresses under 12, under 12 monthly. Is one of my uh, I do not think you want to be subscribed to that magazine, just in case I mean, you're on a watch list. <laughs> it's, not, it's not pictures of them. It's for them. It's things they would enjoy reading. FUBU. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's by them too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That I can I just say this is my my that was like my measure of quality when I was twelve. It's like I, like like for kids by kids. I thought it was the best like slogan for anything. So oh, I yeah. love Zillions magazine. If anyone read that, um, oh I love Zillions. Wait, Ezra, Zillions? I love Zillions. It was Consumer Reports, but for kids, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, guys. You're all just I different Alex Falcones excited about Consumer Reports. For kids, it was oh, so good. Oh, my God. I forgot you it guys were so all good. old. And so this explains why we became friends, like, really quick oh, in college. It's just great. No, it's I remember, like, they, they had, like, like, um, like kids, like, uh, frozen food reviews. Pizza uh, test. Like, the, the pre-made <laughs> things, and, like... Different video games, um, like different like 
like uh, like LA Gear sneakers and stuff like that. Yeah, it was so cool. They did it so in a cool. cool, hip way that really appealed to me. As it really spoke to me. Pre-team. I am looking at. So- I'm not familiar with this magazine, but action oh, figures. God, how so tough excited. are they? CD yeah. boom boxes worth the price. TV oh. ratings, the inside story, babysitting strategies that work. What's in a hot dog? This is a pretty great magazine. What is I wrong with you? I, I I collected these for sure, and like would reread them like a oh, lot. Oh, me too. They were so uh-huh. good. Which binders last? And there's a picture of yeah. a gorilla smashing binders. I remember that. I remember that one. <laughs> I like this one, which is. Uh, Summer jobs, what kids get paid, and there's a kid holding a rake and a garden hose, but the garden hose is shooting money. Oh, yeah, and it's just like <laughs> like the adult version where it's like, what jobs, get what salary, this is really oh. good, like, news you can use. And, yeah, Man. and if, if, and Alex, so every year they had, like, a, like, a, like, an essay contest, and if you're lucky enough, you had a good enough essay, you'd be chosen to be one, chosen to be one of the testers. For that oh, year. that sounds I was, fun. I really, really wanted to be a tester. I was more of a highlights family. Oh, that's good too. Goofus and Gallant, and yeah, Goofus and Gallant, a big fan. Also, uh, a little Sports Illustrated for kids. That's something I did, but it was not by oh, kids. Yeah. It was. <laughs> do you, wait, do you remember the uh, Buzz Beamer in the back? Yo, yeah, of course. He, he was great. Yeah, I and uh, and, 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 the, and like and Headley, Headley Case, like the like the 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 the, the teen wonder like. And did guy you get all like the 30. magazines? <laughs> I guess so. What a good life! Or I spent a lot of time in like dentist offices. And that's the summary of endurance. So, <laughs> yep, yep. I, good job, Chris. Your job is safe. <laughs> <laughs> Even from Paris, he did a better job than you did. Um, <laughs> so we watched, like we said, the first chunk of season two. Um, I so okay. Let's let's do a little hand raise. Uh, Curtis, you did not enjoy it. Uh, I did not. Okay, as you enjoyed it, but you cheated. But by watching it quickly. Yeah, you watched on fast forward, so it didn't seem like actually the show. That's fair. Steven, you did not enjoy it? I did not enjoy it, no. I, I, I didn't enjoy I can't it either. It. Why did we not enjoy it? Uh, and as why did you enjoy it? I mean, I think the pacing is just terrible. If you notice, yeah. only something happens every other episode. Yeah, it, the pacing is really slow. Like, in a, a whole episode, 20 episode, we'll have one challenge in it. And that's it. And, and, and one game of Rochambeau. No. No, that's every only other every episode. other. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, let's okay. So let's talk about the Temple of Fate because that's come up now. So just to explain, the last part of each of every other episode, the elimination, is that the winning team picks two teams to go across the Sea of Cortez to the Temple of Fate, which is a floating d- temple about ten feet off the beach, um, which they refer to both as across the Sea of Cortez and the in the middle of the yeah. Sea of Cortez. <laughs> they are not consistent with that. Not good at what Man. middle means either. Yeah, well, this is, I mean, this is, this is the problem when you don't, like, have the whole, like, you know, uh, canon, I guess, of the series, you know, like, uh, kind of determined. This is Lost's problem also, if I remember. It's just, you know, you don't exactly know. They keep saying the middle know. of the sea, and it's not. It's just on the beach. Yeah. Oh, well, you, just, you have to, you have to have, like, you have to have the script Bible, the show Bible, like, at the beginning. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then, you know, make all the decisions. And then, you know, otherwise, confusion. If you, if you or bring maybe. up Lost in reference to this one more time, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think this is a lot like Lost. I feel like I remember uh, Mr. Echo there at the, you know, doing the Rochambeau. I'm literally that. shaking with rage. I, <laughs> I remember at the Steven. beginning of Lost when they were all riding donkeys and then crashed onto an island. <laughs> and they're all worried about being friends with each other. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sawyer complained about his bed being too hard at one point. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're right. It is like Lost. Okay. Um, now he's so shaking what, with actually, satisfaction. Good work, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to ever hear that phrase with regard to Stephen again. <laughs> That's how we roll. 
<laughs> so okay, so then this so this is the Temple of Fate. They pick two teams, then they explain the game of paper, rock, scissors for ten minutes. Ugh. Why do you say paper, rock, scissors and not rock, paper, scissors? That's a good question. <laughs> is that not how you <laughs> paper first? Are you all about the paper? I learned That's the game Paper Rock Scissors. Did you learn it Rock Paper? Yeah, Rock Paper Scissors. Did he learn it that way because it is Rock Paper Scissors? <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone Man. ever learn it Scissors Paper Rock? Like, Maybe at like the Scissors Factory. We're just like you know trying to. Oh uh, yeah, big, big, big scissors. Kid. Okay, fine. Rock so, yeah, so, Paper Scissors. No, listen, I'm not so trying to just... change you. I'm just trying to figure out what's wrong with you. <laughs> but not fix it. Yeah, <laughs> just leave it as is. I just want it to diagnose weird. it and then leave the problem. I um, like that a lot better. It's just like a lot better to say like the one syllable word at the start, like it punctuates it. It's 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 better. I, mean, I thought it was because I thought rock and like row were like pretty similar, so I always knew it was like Rochambeau, and I just assumed it was like a direct translation somehow. I thought sure that you'd not. put the the two syllables on the outside and make a two syllable sandwich. Sure. Well, no, but the, no, hold on. That would be a one-syllable sandwich because it's the meat inside the sandwich <laughs> that determines what the sandwich is. Okay, so you wouldn't call it a rye sandwich when it's actually a turkey sandwich. Okay, <laughs> this is a fair argument and one that I have been a part of before, so I apologize. Uh, Thank you. You, you, you win, Stephen. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think I've heard that happen before. Wow. However, of, according wow. to this very, uh, uh, this very authoritative Wikipedia article, other names for the game in the English-speaking world include Rochambeau, Okay. And other orderings of the three items. Nice. I guys, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, uh, this is sort of like rock. Uh, okay, right? so on the Wikipedia page uh, for yeah, Rock Paper Scissors, in the genre it says hand game and has a link. Should I click on hand game or not? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think right. I know that hand game. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no, oh, these aren't bad. Uh, uh, I don't know. This Japanese six. one looks dirty. <laughs> Where are where your keys? That sounds gross. Keys? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so okay, so the game of paper, stone, scissors. Uh, they. It, this is how they play it. Uh, it's water, fire, and wood. In this case, represented by some twigs. And there's two teams, and they each have those three things in front of them, which they're not to touch. But instead, they write on a rock, which choice they make the host who is himself like a 15 year old throws the two rocks into a no 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 no, no. burn barrel gingerly drops them in yeah gingerly drops them into a burn barrel <laughs> then asks the universe that the side the one that the per, the kid selected should rise and then they do so the bowl of water goes up like six inches and the twigs go up six inches and it takes so long and it's just a really simple hand game. Really? I feel like it took half as long for me. <laughs> shut up. Shut, uh, shut up, Ezra. <laughs> um, I'm shaking with rage. Yeah. Um, no, uh, that is actually, you did mention the one thing that I, I took away from it was how gingerly he threw those rocks in the fire. Yeah. He was so afraid of fire. Well, there's the, a lot of fire I mean, on an island. You know, it's a, or it's a floating temple. This. You don't want to burn it down. Sorry, go ahead, Ez. That's true. Well, no, the thing I noticed about this game, though, is that everyone preferenced fire as too powerful, really. Uh, yeah. Just everyone forgot about wood. Um, and so, like, <laughs> it was like, oh, man, fire, nothing beats that. And then, like, then the smart people who, like, clearly the kid who wanted to go home, he was like, well, water is going to beat fire. And and then if they had just, the first team just always been like, hey, wood, no one really cares about wood. Wait, and, like, yeah. gone there. I, Did wood beat yeah. water in this game? Yeah, so, okay, so, yeah. so fire burns wood. 
right. but water puts out fire. Those two make but sense. But wood floats on water, which is, as it you're is noticing, jump. super bullshit. The water is not defeated by some sticks on it. <laughs> I, mean, I think I think you really demoralize when anyone, someone, whenever someone floats on you. Oh, yeah. So you think the ocean is just constantly <laughs> defeated by boats? Oh, that's, yeah. It's just like, fuck that boat. So, they were so mad at Castaway when Castaway left the island. Wait, right. He floated on the island? Uh, no, when he left, when he was like leaving, he was like. But that's like, okay. Like, leaving is. Yeah, don't you remember the part of that movie when water was mad? <laughs> <laughs> that's why water killed Wilson. That's true. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. Actually, no, it did make me think that like I did I, that I should actually enter like a rock paper scissors competition because I sized them up really quick. I was like, that kid on that one team seems kind of dumb, and I bet he's going to choose fire because he thinks it's really good, and I bet he's going to repeatedly choose it, and he did choose it three times in a row. So Ezra, the thought, the problem though with this theory, yeah. So that's good, Stephen. What you did is what they were saying you should do is they said you should use strategy to figure out what the other team will do, and so they would have these little meetings where the kids would be like, "Do you think they're going to pick logs? Like, based on what?" Uh, <laughs> but anyway, as your problem is, if you think that the wood is underused, that you should mm-hmm. pick wood, which you shouldn't. Well, because no, I if think no one fire uses wood, overused. you should always pick water. Because then no one's no, picking no, wood that defeats you. But if they pick if they pick water, you tie. If they pick fire, you win. So you can't lose. Well, no. So I think I think that it's understood that fire is overused, and that then I think the other team was smart, and they thought that like okay, they they like fire a lot, and so no? you pick water. So you'd pick you think wa- everyone wood? Just pick water. Yeah, I think water is the only answer in this game. I won. <laughs> I can't go wood. home. Yeah, With yeah. You'd you'd pick wood, team. and I would lose, but I would never be against you because you're not a you don't exist. I don't know why I'm okay, decided that doesn't seem fair that you exist though. I think okay. these kids it's just that if you so if you say pick wood you're picking a high high risk high reward strategy where you either beat the water or lose to the fire but I'm saying in my version you can never lose. You ever see the <laughs> 1990s version of the Odyssey where Vanessa Williams is that island oh, goddess? Yes. I loved that. Yeah. No, I think uh Zillions told me it was not that good. <laughs> Uh, okay, it wasn't that good, but it was great. What about it? I mean, it just seems like wood, water, and fire didn't help him. I don't really have anything. I was just trying to get out of I this. Just want to talk about something else? <laughs> no, no. Yes, I just I love Vanessa Williams. <laughs> Vanessa Williams, uh, she did really well in my ac- Black Actresses Under Twelve magazine. Uh, well, you know, sometimes uh, the snow comes down in June, Alex. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good song. Um, what? Who played Odysseus in that? I was looking it up. It's like some guy who I didn't know very much of. Mel Gibson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nothing. No, oh, Armando Sante. No one makes better radio than listening to someone Google shit. I know. Well, someone could edit it, but that's a lot of time. Somebody's too busy Santoria. these days. Okay, so uh, the other challenges that I think... So other challenges... Uh, uh, there's like one per in episode two to pick teams as you guys alluded to earlier the boys on one side the girls on the other side are you okay curtis i just heard the bagpipes from out your window yeah sometimes people bagpipe downtown Uh, that should have been one of the elements you guys are quirky over there in portland (laughs) yeah no kidding very portland of you um so they uh uh so okay so that you to pick a team the boys go on one side of a curtain the girls go on another and then on each side, simultaneously, they drop a beach ball and two buckets of water onto the kids' heads. 
and pretty dirty water. It looked yeah. really yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that's true. Gross looking water. And then based on what which two people get the same color ball, those two are on a team. But supposedly you could like talk ahead of time and know who you wanted to be with, but it seemed like mostly just luck. Were all these kids, like, I didn't watch that part. Were they trying to, like, fuck each other? Was that, like, part of the thing? The show wanted them to try to fuck, I think. Because they kept being like, so, are there any romances? Like, 14 is not a big fucking, you know, like, 15, 16, I feel like. Yeah, okay, they wanted them to hold hands. But the point is, it's the same thing. They wanted some romance. They kept asking the kids if if there were any crushes or whatever. I, I think Jacqueline and Phil did like each other, honestly. I, I think they did, too. They were hanging out a lot. Well, so everyone, everyone liked Jacqueline. That's Is there a well, are they now? Like, did any of these kids end up together? Let's check. That's a great question. Um, oh, good God. None of them have. <laughs> oh, Scooter is the only one who has an actual Wikipedia page. I, I hope that their marriage vows yeah, are just I, about I, wood and water and fire. <laughs> uh, Scooter is wood. an award-winning wow. American YouTube personality <laughs> and new media consultant. Uh, what yeah. is... Uh, he makes videos I, on a wide range of topics. That just <laughs> video games and porn. <laughs> um, it does cover the gamut. No, uh, none of, of Scooter's videos contain any cur- curse words, and he tries to exemplify his Christian values through his videos, including videos like Top 100 Male Lies. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Scooter. What? Classic Christian values. Boys lie. It's uh, true. Did he? He placed sixth. Oh, he was on the blue team, and then he was the senior class president. What a good dude, Scooter. Yeah, um, good job, Scoot. <laughs> all right. Were there any? What were the other challenges? Was there anything else? Oh well. So we. Uh, so there's the one where like, the one that I actually thought was pretty good was like. So uh, you have uh, oh the carry the giant uh, Legos or the canoe. I like the canoe one. Okay. <laughs> Describe it. Okay, so you have to like. Okay, so so half the team uh, has to like paddle out as fast as they can for thirty seconds backwards. Okay, and there's like a rope attached from them to the shore, and then um, after thirty seconds, everyone starts pulling on whoever they want to bring back in. And once you like cr- like get back to the shore, you're out. Yes. So it's kind of like um, just just basically ganging up on someone. Uh, like really, really unfair tug of wars is kind of how yeah, it was. So here's the problem with that game. So each team is out in the water at different lengths, but if you pull on one person, they are going to come back. You, they can't stop you. So whichever team the people on the shore pick is going to lose, regardless of how far or how fast they paddled. Like, why waste well, your energy? Sometimes they get all like cl- like tangled up though. Like, like yeah, that, stuck that's that's a strategy. Like, go ha- go get like tie your canoe to other canoes, then you all lose together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Good work, Ez. I bought yeah. this book the other day me, uh, at Powell's. Uh-huh. It was on sale. I got Machiavelli's The Prince, uh-huh. and I think they should have just killed one of the kids <laughs> and been like, don't ever challenge me. You are a one-issue voter on this show with killing children, it sounds like. My favorite challenge was when uh, Jacqueline had to watch Lenny Kravitz die before she went <laughs> up to <laughs> I did not like that part at all. <laughs> it was pretty edgy for Discovery Kids in 2002. Yeah. It was pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the other challenge was like to carry a bunch of blocks along the beach. That wasn't a challenge. And <laughs> remember how like oh, uh. <laughs> given the bigger like well, teen challenges like you have to have a conversation with your grandmother on the phone oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's got uh, like you have to, your grandmother to has to like 
like really believe that you care about. <laughs> you, have to, you have to send a thank you note within like three days of getting the gift. Uh, what? Uh, so good. And while you're doing that, the other team is pulling your grandmother in a canoe back to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> your grandma doesn't know it's not you. Uh, the other, oh, the other, one more thing, quick to mention is that the prize is that you get to go to an other beach resort. Yeah, which seems like kind of a busman's holiday, right? I yeah. You just did a beach resort. Yeah, you just a beach resort for like a month living on a board, and now you're like, let's go to Jamaica. Yeah, that's pretty That dumb. was a little weird. Well, I, it they, should definitely have been like, uh, like a mountain resort. Was it know? a foreign country that they got to go to the resort in? I believe it was Jamaica. So, oh, and the, there's no drinking. Was, like, no, it wasn't. Drink in Jamaica, right? Like, that's oh, the prize yeah. is you get to go to a country where you can booze up. Oh, you go to the Bahamas. It was the Atlantis Paradise oh, Island. Right. Yeah, you, yeah, you can drink in, in the Bahamas, right? When you're ten. I just assume there's no laws in places like. That. Uh, yeah. What? Okay. Let's. Since the show is just us googling stuff, drinking age Bahamas. Anyone got the under or the over? I think. I think. I think eighteen. I think eighteen too. Well, then why do I even need to Google if you guys just know the right answer? Well, we we're just wait. Were we right? Yeah, you were both right. It was boring. All right, what, I guess, what a boring game, you guys. Whenever Steve and I agree on the same thing, it's like it's automatically right. Who's yeah. going to win the March Madness? Um, UNC. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to get this one right. So. Somebody Try again. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, oh, uh, Republican nomination. Oh. Uh Paul Rand? <laughs> Wait, the iconic <laughs> designer? <laughs> yes. That's a dark horse candidate. <laughs> well, it's a little known fact about contested, uh, you know, contested conventions. Usually goes. Paul <laughs> Style. Yep. yep. Also, that is uh, how uh, Andrew Lloyd, uh, right. It's one of those contested conventions where on the third ballot, everyone voted for a designer who died in 96. (laughs) (laughs) Politics is weird, man. Yeah, that is real I also like the idea, though, if you're a politician and then there is a famous person who has the opposite of your name, uh, you have to run with them. So Rand Paul and Paul Rand have to uh, team up. One makes the IBM logo and the (laughs) other one... uh, What is Rand Paul about? Doesn't like regulations? Yeah. Um, can, also, can you guys give me a mnemonic so I can keep um, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Webber and like Frank Lloyd Wright like straight? Because I really can't. Uh, one of them was a musician, and the other one helped make airplanes. I think you're just. <laughs> that's, that's, I think it's I think the wrong right entirely. <laughs> you describe, you're just describing. That's not a mnemonic anyway. Okay, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, always <laughs> likes <laughs> looks. Whimsy, whimsy, whimsy for musicals, and okay, then oh, it was like whimsy. Oh yeah, uh, and then uh, what? What was the other one? <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright. The, okay. The, oh, the architect. Yeah, yeah, architect. Okay, so uh, two wrongs don't make a right, but Wright made a house with a big swooping balconies. But they okay it's coming to Netflix. Snakes haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah.
how much they hate it. Welcome to Snark Tank, a mini podcast from the Sesame Network. This episode of Snark Tank is brought to you by read-reap.com slash Amazon. Use that address anytime you buy stuff on Amazon, and a portion of the proceeds benefit your favorite shows. Here's how this works. Alex is going to read descriptions of products from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and we're going to talk about whether or not we'd invest in those products. At the end, we'll take turns in the hot seat pitching products of our own. Alex, what's first in the tank? Thanks, Stephen. First up, it's Illumable. It's the toilet nightlight. It's a motion-activated nightlight for your toilet. It sits on the rim of uh, any toilet and turns itself on and illuminates the inner bowl anytime you walk into the bathroom at night. So it's motion-activated, just lights the inside of the bowl. No more blinding midnight lights, no more stumbling in the dark, failing, no more falling in the toilet, or aiming in the dark and making a mess. Finally. Okay, panel, what do you think? Wait, people fall in the toilet? That is the le- the most dubious claim on the, their Amazon page. I think is uh, that people are falling in the toilet all the time. That's like uh, a, it's like a, the 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 uh, how do I say it? the ladies right? The ladies are sometimes falling you're in? like oh, I'm ladies? not going to put the seat down, and they're like, well, now my day is ruined. Oh, is that like an urban they don't legend? Know. Yeah, oh. the seats down. Have you ever done that yourself? Fallen in or yeah. made somebody fall? In? Fallen in? No, I think. I think what this is, is this is like, the, this is the, the, the description of the product because like the real thing, you can't say like personal massagers or really just vibrators, you know, but like, this is really just so like, you know, your shits have more drama. <laughs> it's just like a dramatic. Instagram filter kind of well, thing. It's just like good, good lighting. Yeah. It's like just good lighting for, for your, sh- like it, it makes them like feel more epic. lighting. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a epic creepy shit. Chuck Berry like, invention. Oh, my, my, my shit was brought to you by Tim Burton's Batman or something. So, y- <laughs> so you, you're <laughs> Tim Burton's Batman has been responsible for all the shit since 1994. <laughs> This is actually a great question. What what uh, fantastic director or cinematographer would you want uh, responsible for producing your shit? I would like it to be David Fincher because he just goes over it and over and over again until it's right. Which I, one is? I would, David Fincher is Fight Club, right? Yeah. David yeah, Lynch I, is Eraserhead. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we need a mnemonic. Well. I confuse them a lot. Uh, Fincher Fight Club. Good. Ah. Oh, nice. Okay, I would, I, I would actually okay. like Michael Bay to have like sort of like that, like that rising shot. No, because then your shit would blow up. <laughs> That's what Michael Bay but does, blows light, your shit up. It does blow my shit uh, up. I would definitely want Stanley Kubrick uh, because I would want it to be shot similar to how he shot HAL 9000 in 2001. Like just like close-ups on it <laughs> that it's, it's gaining self-awareness. So I, I don't think any of us have answered the question yet, which is would you invest in the Illumable? Stephen would, but for the wrong reasons. Correct. Um, for the off-label uses. <laughs> Curtis, what do you think? I, uh, my bathroom already has a light switch, which <laughs> I think is great. Uh, Ezra, are you investing? Um, I feel like like if I do this, it's like it takes away my best shot at developing sonar, right? Oh like, yeah. You know, you have to sort of like you know sense out like what are the edges of the bowl through your pee. So yeah, yeah. I, no, are no, you good thank at that? You. I'm going <laughs> to keep on evolving. <laughs> I'm going to say no, because even though it hangs on the outside of the bowl, everything in that general area is dirty, and I don't want to have one more thing to clean. Oh, that's fair. That's very practical of you. Up next, you guys, it's the Switch Witch. So on Halloween night at bedtime, kids leave a heap of their trick-or-treat sweets with their Switch Witch pal, this little uh, doll. And in the morning, they see that their candy has been switched for a special gift. 
Included in this package is your very own original Switch Witch doll and cauldron and a beautifully illustrated Halloween children's storybook. I think Elf on a Shelf is really trying to diversify. Uh, <laughs> All right. Mench, there's, there's Elf on a Shelf, there's Mensch on a Bench, and now there's the Switch. Is there Mensch on a Bench? Yeah, that's the that was on Shark Tank as well. What is it it's a Hanukkah thing? Uh-huh. It's the, uh, let's yeah. start the bidding on this. Who wants to try to change Halloween for children? Oh, man. I Can I... <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Wait, guys. What happens if you put a, a, a switch witch inside of a switch witch? It comes out as like an elf. The, oh man! It swaps. Becomes a mensch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so the idea is your kids have too much candy, and so by giving them a rhyming named action figure, this is they're terrible. willing to give up oh half god. their candy. Oh my god! Or this all is the it. worst thing that I've, I've heard of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even find humor in this. This is just a bad idea. <laughs> this got way too real way too quickly. <laughs> I, think, I think Switch Witches get stitches. I think we don't need this. <laughs> I don't think we do either. And Why not just stitches. make a deal with your kids and talk to them like they're adults? <laughs> yeah. Or they let them like, have hey, candy look, one chill. day a year, you monster. <laughs> I, or, or alternatively, you just got to eat it faster than they can. Right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what parents are for. Uh, There's a tax. All the candy and give my kid a metal bar. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to teach you a valuable lesson about the unexpected right, so i think we're all passing on the switch wish. uh our last item today it's fresh patch the disposable dog potty with real grass real living hydroponically grown grass is a natural attractant and odor neutralizer instinctively the dogs uh attracts dogs to go potty easily inside so you're making it's basically yeah like a cat it's a cat box, but for dogs, because it's real living grass. Perfect for training puppies, assisting aging dogs, or as an alternative to the outdoors for indoor dogs. All right, um, so what do you guys think, bringing real grass indoors for dogs to pee on? I, I kind of like the aging dog thing, because, like, old dogs are really sad, mm-hmm. and I'd like them to be able to have, like, some of the outdoors inside. Oh, that's why we invented whatever chemical kills them. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I... <laughs> You, wait, so you're thinking that we invented that just specifically to... <laughs> to kill dogs? Dog. Okay. I don't know. You mean, like, this? now that this is invented, we can be like, okay, we don't need to murder all these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> or, now that we have that, we don't need to worry about the grass. So, yeah, one or the other. Curtis yeah. is running a no-grass-patch shelter. It's just all the <laughs> I Just take your dog out behind the woodshed. And I'm like, well, you can't make it outside anymore. Wow. Wow. Oh, so the fresh patch would allow you to bring the woodshed inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is. I, I would. I would. I would invest in this, but I would also invest in uh, shoveling up a little bit of grass from outside. And putting it in a I would box. invest in just making real human friends and not ever having a dog. <laughs> I'm not great at that. Oh. Also, why do I have to have a dog? Why can't I just have a little patch of grass for my desk? I'd be into that. No, I would too. I would totally put my hand on that. Isn't that? <laughs> Oh yeah. Before without yeah, it's a natural attractive to dogs and Steven's hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh all right. <laughs> and now it's time to put our pitching where our bitching was. Who's got a product proposal for me? Uh I'll start. So um my parents have a bagel guillotine, which is a a, yeah. a, a great way to cut a bagel. You put the bagel in it, it's got a knife and it looks kinda like a guillotine, you cut the bagel in half. And I I liked this idea, I was inspired by this idea. I think there should be other Capital punishment themed breakfast uh, assistant. Oh, I, like so, I, I thought you were saying you should take the guillotine and like see if you can like start a revolution with it in France. And, like, <laughs> should like, apply it to more than just bagels? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go the other way. I want an electric chair toaster and a lethal flavor injector. Ooh, those are uh, my can I can I one up you on one of those? <laughs> sure. 
Fuck you, but sure. <laughs> uh, I would make an egg electric chair. Uh, and like a, li- like a little, it would be an electric chair with a little, like a little uh, cup thing. And then you can poach an egg in it. Yeah. I like oh, that. That's, that's pretty good. I feel one-upped. I think Stephen and I are starting a company. Who wants to invest? <laughs> yeah, seriously. In death-themed breakfast <laughs> stuff. I'm really, uh, I'm really invested in uh, Spencer's gifts, uh-huh. having things they can sell. So I would invest. You would? Oh, cool. <laughs> That's what you're investing in. I just, I'm more investing in Spencer's gifts. Right. Are you investing in it or are you just buying stuff from there and laughing at how hilarious it is? I just like to go in there every time Wait, I go to the this? mall. I don't know what this is. Spencer's, Spencer's gifts gift? is if Hot Topic was allowed to sell porn. <laughs> oh. Wait, Hot <laughs> Topic true. can't sell porn? I don't know what the law is, but they've chosen not to. It's not that <laughs> Don't get too hot in a Hot Topic. It's just, yeah, it's just a yeah. mall store with, like, kind of uh, adult theme not like they'll sell like beer pong tables it's a store that poses uh, what if the nightmare before christmas was good and <laughs> wait whoa it, oh, it's weird opinion that i don't have time for you don't like the nightmare before christmas we should kill this old dogs and i don't like sense. tim burton okay uh, i don't like tim burton either i am the biggest hater of tim burton if i saw him right now i'd shoot him on sight but i <laughs> 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 Stephen, they made yes, chemicals for just sure. for that purpose. I'm going to sponsor an episode of this where you have to watch that fucking Barber Killer movie. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Tim Burton movies yeah, uh, ever bad. since like 1993 have been garbage. so awful. Hold on. Big Fish? Anyone? Never uh, saw it. I did like Big Fish. I like Big Fish a lot. Also, Stephen, I would just say you should probably ask the person at least, are you Tim Burton before shooting them on site? Just because you might be wrong that one time. No kidding. Mm, I don't know. Maybe it's Howard yeah. Stern. They look very similar in my mind. What? I just, yeah, it's... in my mind too, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can see it. The stringy hair. Uh, we're not staying on topic. Stephen, uh, could you ask us to move along? Yeah. Uh, why don't we move along? Uh, who else is the product for me or for uh, us? I mean, I, I got one kind of... I got two half-baked ones. You guys can, like, maybe meld them together. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so one of the big problems when you have a kid um, is that you want to keep them sort of, like, near you, but you feel really judgmental about anyone who has a kid leash. Yeah, so, sure. I recommend using fishing line, which is invisible, to, uh, oh. to and, and, like, kind of, sp- like, like, spool out the kid. So it's, like, the kind of the kid fishing line. Oh, that's smart. And then, invisible and then kid leash. Trip- yeah, right. Anyone you trip is just sort of like that's that's kind of part of it, but they won't actually know that's your fault. So, uh-huh. yeah. Plus, it would be hilarious. Yeah, right. So maybe those like those like a little GoPro on the handle. Yeah. <laughs> so you 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 definitely agree that the kid leash is not okay. No, it's not great, but I definitely understand when you would want one. Like when it's too real. exhausting to uh, tell your kid to stay near you. I'm, well, it's mostly like so. Say like it's a situation that's like I don't know, like a china shop or what or what have you, you know, or some kind of antique place. Why did you and bring like, your baby into a china shop? Maybe well, I didn't bring a bull. So yeah. give me some. But points. your baby's name is Bull, right? Yes, El Toro well. Fox. Come on, <laughs> that's so confusing, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was more Fox than than Bull. Yeah, so it's hard to tell. Uh, it's hard to know where the genes would go. Um, but yeah, so so anyway, at some points you just like you want like a a controlled radius, um, and yeah, to not have to move much, and uh, that leash would be very helpful. But like you know, the judgment is real, and um, you want to find a way around that. Also, I mean, just in case, it could probably be used as a weapon if you and your kid run fast enough. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. That's like, yeah, 
That's a good, like, kind of like Home Alone style pranking. Yeah. yeah it also or, works as an alarm system. If someone is sneaking up on your house, as long as you and your kid are standing outside, it'll trip the wire. Your kid will scream. They'll, you'll know there's a person standing between you two. Also, I guess you could sort of use the kid as bait if you wanted to. For like, sure. Uh, I mean, like for like maybe like an ice cream truck, and like sort of like you reel in the ice cream truck slowly. You know. <laughs> Ooh, this one's a fighter. Okay. Any other products? Uh, well, I also have a uh, food bowl, which is a bowl, but only for food, not for like you know decoration stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to invest in the in the invisible baby leash. I might let food bowl and not. <laughs> no, I'm you're lost. I get tired of people putting non-food in food bowls. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven, do you have a product? Um, yeah, mine was a little half baked. Mine was just a beige jump shoot. <laughs> okay, um, what to do? It's uh, it's just I'm I'm tired of having to dress myself. So, oh, like, what if there was like an option dressing. for people? Who, like, have just given up that, like, but everybody's okay with that, like, you just get up to wear your beige jumpsuit. Nobody cares. Or Socially acceptable thing. beige jumpsuit it is your problem. Seems like you want to change yeah. society mostly, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, we have an outfit for people who have given up, and it's sweatpants and a t-shirt from high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah but mine, my, my, even that's too, uh, too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need, a, like, one piece of clothing. Yeah, you don't have to choose those two pieces separately. Do you know how much time I waste putting on... Both shirt and pants every day. <laughs> uh, and Curtis, did you have one? Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, listen. Let me pitch you guys on this. You know how sometimes you masturbate, right? And you don't want to have to deal with the cleanup just by getting it everywhere. But you also don't want to ruin the moment of ecstasy by trying to perfectly place a napkin or a paper towel by a dick. Mm-hmm. So I propose, like some type of girdle that just kind of holds you know i personally i take extra napkins from chipotle and then i use those and so it will just hold the napkin are you worried about like some like right there spice being on the napkins or salmonella salmonella can't get on your dick i don't is think that, is that a fact <laughs> well wait, steven do you and i agree on it because if, if we do then it comes one. Right, I, do. Uh, uh, I recently I read about that on thepacker.com what? That's where I <laughs> that the n- food delivery news magazine. It sounds really different when Got it's it. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's it for Snark Take. <laughs> As always, we we're sponsored by read-weep.com slash Amazon. If you want to buy any of these products, the fresh patch for twenty-six dollars, the switch witch for nineteen dollars, and the Illuma Bowl for twenty dollars. They're all available on reap-weep.com slash Amazon, and a portion of your purchase helps this podcast keep making fun of people with real business. <laughs> That's funny. That was a good line reading where you laughed yeah. in the middle of the yeah, it's funny. I, hey, this is a cold read. I'm doing pretty good. You did great. Open Sesame! All right, and now it's time for the game of Top 5. Uh, Top five. We Top have just five. a little bit of time left, so we're going to do a couple of quick questions. First up, uh, from Nathan, if you had to survive the vast and howling wilderness and could only take one character from any other book or movie that you have endured, what would it be? Who would it be? Ooh. Wait, can you repeat the question? I looked at my phone. So you're going to go... Be- Thanks, dude. You're going to be on Endurance. You get to bring a character from a book or a movie. I, I have a pretty good idea. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith? I want Cool Dog. Cool Dog. Who's Cool Dog? Cool Dog was a movie that we watched about a really fucking cool dog. 
like almost too cool. Like he wore sunglasses. He uh, uh, could drive cars. <laughs> he was just like like dangerously cool dog. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, go Simpkins. So cool. Simpkins always a good person. Oh, oh, I like Simpkins. Ride a helicopter through a window. Who's Simpkins? Uh, Agent Turner Simpkins, Simpkins a, from. Yeah, he was a really, really bad uh, FBI agent, I guess. In the but a fun dude, the, like yeah, in the uh, Dan Brown, uh, Robert Lang, Lang, yeah, Lang, yeah, Langson. yeah, uh, books. This was a while ago, man. But yeah, I would, uh, I would bring um, the main character from Wild Animus just because mm. I assume he'd kill the rest of the competition or something. Yeah, he'd do something with him, or he'd just yeah. be high. Does this for, yeah. is, has to be from something you guys have read before for this? Well, that's what we're doing, well, but you you haven't uh, been on the show that yeah, often. You haven't read everything, okay, so, go so ahead. it's either I have to choose between the guy from the power of one who just complains during everything, but well, then he, he gets boxes. his way, or I have to choose also. between the animals. Who's that? Marco. Marco, the ethnic funny guy from Animorphs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's like him. Yeah, he'd win. That's actually a real one. Um, would this change? What if you're taking a celebrity instead of a character? Um, this is sort of based on at Magic Darts' question, which is, would Jason Statham be the best at celebrity endurance? <laughs> <laughs> But let's say There's it has no to be cars a, on this island. Let's say it has to, yeah. Let's say it has to be a kid. So what kid celebrity? I'm taking Carrie Strug. She can play through injuries. Okay. Um, Carrie Strug. Then wait, wait, wait. Who's Carrie Strug? Because Carrie she's, Strug's not. She's the gymnast I mean, who broke her ankle and then still won the Olympics. Here's the thing, dude. Carrie Strug is 38 now. So are you thinking Carrie Strug at the time? Yeah, so yeah. I just have to do someone who was a kid at some point. Yes, a kid or a former kid. But you okay, take them great. as their kid form. Right. No, I, I get that. Like just a, a like a famous celebrity kid like uh, the Olsen twins, that would be. A Yo, great... You ever read their book series? It was good as fuck. <laughs> Can you tell? Do you know how to tell them apart? What? Do you know how to tell the Olsen twins apart? Uh, no, but I know that I liked Mary Kate more. Oh yeah, like, in my heart. Somebody told me that is one there, of that the way you tell them apart is that one of them likes horseback riding and the other doesn't, and that was like a thing you learned from their magazine interviews. Um, but so I guess the answer is you have to put them on a horse and see who likes it. It's uh, got a tricky uh, identification take... system if you don't have both Olsen <laughs> twins and a horse available. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Ooh, I would take I a one. young Orson Welles. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's smart. That is smart. <laughs> I like it. Um, so I was going to say Ralph Macchio because I want you know, the Karate Kid, but I realized I could take a young Pat Morita, which would be even better. Who's Pat Morita? That, that was, that was uh, like, he was he was like the, the teacher in the Karate Kid. Oh, so, like, a young that... So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Because he'd be presumably even better than Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Well, but was he good as a kid or just as an adult? We don't know when he learned stuff, but he's pretty great now. So he probably way, pick Pat it up. Pat Morita's cool, man. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to hang out with any version of Pat Morita if that was possible. Yeah. Um, I would do a young J.D. Roth, who is the host of Endurance. <laughs> <laughs> so a slightly younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because I feel like he'd be uh, he'd be want to be helpful to his younger self. So. Yeah. Oh, good call. That's the fixes in. He yeah. sure was a dork, wasn't he? Yeah, he was not it, cool. He created the show too. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. This is his idea. Yeah. Uh, weirdo. All right. Um, number two. Let's invent a challenge because the challenges were so weak. You've got a Mexican uh, beach. You've got a bunch of children. So technically, the law does not apply to you here. What do you make these kids? Uh, do? I don't think this is a good synopsis. As we enter into <laughs> I don't this. love the start of this, but I'll, I'm. But you're in. Yeah, well, 
Uh, yeah. Buried up to your neck, scorpions, jelly. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> oh, I'm so What's the jelly for? Uh, you put the jelly in your face that so it attracts oh, the scorpions. scorpions love jelly? <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they love they kids. They don't want to eat man. kid face, but they love jelly, and they're like, well, I'll eat jelly. whatever they the like jelly's on. Anything canned. <laughs> really? Yeah. Didn't know a little known fact about scorpions. What about jarred? things does that count as canned? yeah it does no. yeah. it counts okay. as canning yeah oh like canning okay i got it yeah so jams um, marmalades yep how do they like treacle <laughs> <laughs> no i mean golden syrup moderately i guess anyway. i don't think anyone loves it um i like that challenge i so i used to watch uh legends of the hidden temple mm-hmm. did you guys ever watch that yeah, yeah. There was a Nick- Nickelodeon kids game show that I thought was fun. That had like it was way better than this. It was smarter. The challenges yeah, were better. Great. I would like some more, you know, like combination of intellectual and physical challenges because then you have to like per- have the perfect team to make it work. You just want that if you were a teenager, you would have a reason to be on somebody's team. Just... <laughs> I would have been the physical one. That's you don't look like you could hold a pole for shit. I, it, the pole weighs nothing. It's just about holding your hands up. I don't know, man. And I can hold them up for a while like I just don't care. <laughs> so I do it. I think you might wave those, though, mm-hmm. in the air. Too. I don't think there's a rule like, against that. Well, it's not encouraged. I also... <laughs> they didn't mention it. Um... Actually, I really, I also love uh, obstacle course shows. I like all of them. I like yeah. uh, American Ninja Warrior, and I, I liked American Gladiators. Yeah, movie. American Gladiators was the best. That's and, what the show should have been. Yeah, yeah. So if they had a fight with giant Q-tips, that would be good. Um, I'm trying to think what I was better at in 2002 than most of the other people, because I feel like I would have loved to have been on this show. Mm. So, like, how about, like, wearing, like, one, like, the same shirt like and short combo for like many days in a row. Look, like, you've already lost Stephen. That sounds what, exhausting for what him. What about like a beige <laughs> jumpsuit of sorts? <laughs> Stephen, have you ever considered it. prison? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm just I'm, I'm just waiting to see if um, Tim Burton is going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, number number four. How about this? Uh, would you guys have been good with good at this game? As as a fourteen year old, uh, here's the thing about me. <laughs> um, I I wasn't like an athletic kid, but I was like more spry, which is what you call overweight kids who are fast. Um, okay. Is that or, who, okay? Yeah, or like overweight yeah. kids who can like. Uh, who can get out of the way of balls? So it's like surprisingly <laughs> agile is like yeah, surprisingly like, agile. Yeah. So I and I think I was pretty spry as a fourteen-year-old. So I think I would have. I think I would have done better on the Tower of Power than these kids because they fucking sucked. The Tower of Power. That was where they ran across the beach oh, and had to collect one. the styrofoam. Oh, oh yeah, I don't like to be barefoot, so I feel like we've done all right on that part. Because like the, a lot of kids like had their feet burned for the sand. yeah because they took off their shoes yeah I, I, I don't, don't like sand in my shoes though it's a hard decision between those two I think this uh, would have been I was actually very good as a kid at not caring if the sand was too hot on my feet that was one of my my powers for sure <laughs> what Curtis nothing now man. I'm actually physically tough and you don't like it either I don't believe you I was pretty <laughs> tough um, I would have been hard for me to have been on this show as fourteen because my pheromones were so thick and like i just don't think it would have been the right thing to put people on an island with me 
Would you have? <laughs> you just would have hit on all the girls. No, they would have. Like, I don't even have to yeah, hit no, on everyone. Them. Would like, be like, like, oh, I want, I want Curtis to be my partner. Yeah, to fight, partner. fight them all off, and then I would be their partners. Um, Zika is a real problem. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Zika. It's an unrelated problem. It's in that area now. Oh, you just mentioned that whenever I uh, just really afraid of Zika. People should know, guys. <laughs> Why are we not talking about it more? Yeah, we need to I be. I think everyone is always talking about it. I would have liked this show more if it had been all children from juvenile detention centers who were only going to be freed if they could race in a death <laughs> oh, battle shit. in California. Man, they would play, all but, they would play paper, rock, scissors so hard. And just one normal guy. Oh, yeah, one normal like, guy. Yeah, and Steven. Yeah. <laughs> Guys? <laughs> I'm surprisingly agile. Well, no, it seems like, hey, I was planning on hurting Tim Burton later in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get my- I'm, I'm a pre-delinquent. <laughs> this is yeah. what's coming. All right, we got to wrap this up. Uh, lastly, did you guys have a favorite person? Uh, if you were going to play No Retreat, No Surrender, if you're going to follow somebody, who would it be? I, I like Tyler, who didn't want to be there. I, guess. I liked <laughs> Tyler, too. He hated his partner. He just he just he just didn't want to be there at all, and, and like what it's great because like you can't you can't tank Rochambeau. It's really really hard. <laughs> like if you could understand how to tank Rochambeau, you could understand how to win, and no one does that either. Yeah, Tyler was on the orange team, and they did not get along. They no. finished they, third. They made, you guys, yeah, which was yeah. surprising. Um, but I, is, it, it may not be. It might have just been like reality show tricks to get us invested in the storyline. I don't know. Well, I've never everyone seen... Everyone was saying, I don't want to be there, and just he was the only one that showed it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a competition show where someone didn't want to be there, but it really is... It throws everything off. Yeah, like, it does. Uh, it's just like, God, I don't care. Well, we can't give the orange team the disadvantage because they already want to go home, and so then they right. never got the disadvantage. That makes it more... Because, like, I don't want to watch eight people want to win and have to lose. I want to watch some people have to lose and some people be forced to carry on. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the I'm real so lesson tired. for these teens is you don't get yeah. to decide when this is over. <laughs> Yeah, you want to win. You want to stay here. And it's not endurance. It's endurance if you want to go home. Yeah, that's a good point. If you're enjoying this game, it's a to- then the game is just called Beach Vacation. Right. <laughs> All right, that's the game of top five. If you have questions for us about our topics, go to readdeskweep.com. Uh, and that's all. dot com, and then uh, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us your questions. Uh, now it's time for a minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. Steven? That's me. Ezra? I think it's me. Ezra, you're up first. um, I'll make it quick. I mean, this is actually... uh, Wikipedia wrote a pretty good article on this, summarizing the rest of the season. And so, like, I was intrigued by, like, their uh, episode, like, summaries. And, like, I was like, oh, man, that's... Whoa, what a twist. And um, that was a pretty good way to to finish the rest of the season off in, like, three minutes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do that. I don't actually know what happens. People. Oh, man, it was good. It was good. (laughs) <laughs> all right so give me a, give me a, a sneak peek um well so yes yeah, so, i mean one thing's just, just orange tries they might cannot get eliminated from right. life themselves right um and uh brown makes it a lot further than you expect as well i mean they make it all the way right yes yeah uh, but it's like it's like the, the last the game is like seems to be really weird like the like the last game is like some kind of odd betting thing and just requires just I mean, basically, n- none of it requires almost any skill, which is kind of the annoying thing about it. But um, just a ton, tons of like crazy, unlikely things happening, like several times in a row to like like swing back and forth. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm 
Just everyone read the Endurance uh, yeah, actually, Two. This final final mission is so crazy. Uh, the final mission of Endurance Two was a big shock. Orange's eight pieces, pyramid pieces, are individually up for grabs in the mission. So, like having a lot is not helpful. Uh, in an old cat and mouse style chase, the teams must take orange triangles from their opponents' baskets and put it in theirs. It's not how cats work. In the end, <laughs> even though the green team won, the team split the amount of pyramid pieces at four each. Yeah, that sucks for Orange. It doesn't help at all. This was the weird thing about the whole idea. Is like um, they were like really angry at like uh, maybe purple for most of the uh, the episodes we saw because like oh man they're in the lead, but it's like the uh, anytime you get knocked out. You, like all the pieces get redistributed, so it doesn't actually matter. Only just not going home. Matters. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. If you're the second best on every or second worst every single episode, you win. Yeah, That's, I like this. It teaches kids. It teaches them. It teaches them endurance. No matter how hard you try, <laughs> I'll take what the fuck I want from you. <laughs> I learned a lot today. <laughs> uh, Is that your compliment? <laughs> uh, it's not Curtis's turn yet. We're gonna go b- keep going backwards. Uh, so my compliment. Um, oh, the mean notes. We didn't even talk about the mean notes yet. So after oh, you get eliminated, the next week, they always say, uh, so the, as you guys know, this team has been eliminated, but they left you a note they want us to read out loud. <laughs> and then they would just read like a revenge note that would be like, dear everybody except Kyle, I hope you all have great lives. Like they were so amazing and bitchy and mean and petty and sometimes very kind that's good it's a great feature of a tv show is the eliminated person gets their revenge by the written word maybe if they had kept some of that rage inside of them during the competition they wouldn't have fucking lost then they wouldn't have picked wood when the other team picked fire weak ass children maybe they would have chosen wood yeah um you uh, know some people work in factories at this age what are you doing (laughs) one of them (laughs) Good point. One of them, uh, like one of the notes ended with, uh, to the person who had sent them to the temple, I hope you get bit by a chicken. So, <laughs> wow. You can't bite if you don't have teeth. Yeah, I guess Peck is a bit better. There are verbs in place for this. Yeah. yeah. Peck? Yeah. No, no, peck. no, but like, like, okay. Are you saying, <laughs> are you saying that if I lose all my teeth and I bite you, you're saying that's not a bite that I just gummed you? Yeah, yeah it's either gummed or nibbled. You mouth massaged me at that point. Hi. Also, that'd be a real weird way to meet you for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But I mean, it's, I mean, like Stephen's gonna like shoot like Tim Burton the first time he sees him. Yeah, so I think you should consider yourself lucky. Tim's gonna be like, that's "It's true. great to meet you, Stephen." <laughs> yeah, but he's wronged me in so many ways. <laughs> uh, continuing backwards, uh, Stephen, minor compliment. Uh, yeah, real quick. During the uh, first competition with the bar over their head, and to try to like motivate the people who are struggling with the bar over their head, the host kept saying, "It's not real. It's fake." That like pain is all <laughs> in your head, but like that's just the worst way to say that. It's I... fake. It's not real. Okay, so, uh, so I maybe it's the in the matrix of this game. I thought they were hanging by the bars, and then I was like, "There's a lot of slack in those lines," and then the host was yelling. You can do it. It's just fake. And I was like, this show doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, they're just, just telling me it's a fake challenge? Yeah, it, it was just uh, not not well phrased for that. Very strange. But, but funny. So that's Very my compliment. Uh, that leaves Made it a minor compliment. What's the last nice thing you're ever going to say about endurance? The last nice thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I don't... Uh... <laughs> You do know you have to have two compliments, right? 
I uh, I always forget what your format is. I just say I, I just really like hanging out with you, but I don't know how to tell you. So I read all these <laughs> books and I watch all these shows. <laughs> I just so you did watch almost thirty minutes of this television. Your show apartment is very right. comforting, and your wife is very sweet. And I just want to come over more often. But I get to it. Uh, oh, this is. I mean, it's kind of a compliment that like this wasn't bad enough that it made Curtis no longer that's, like Alex. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. That's this a good show point. was not worse than my tiny apartment, so that's a compliment. I uh, I I I wanted. I did really want more death. Like uh-huh. I think this, you have to that's not a compliment. To a compliment. For the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the suggestion. Okay, uh, <laughs> compliment. This really took me back. Uh, it made me think of my youth, um, back when I had to do things I didn't want to do, such as not, uh, not a remember uh, states and capitals. It's not real. It's fake. <laughs> it's trying to help you remember the states and their capitals. Oh, states and their capitals was great because it was that Animaniac song. Yeah, no, that was all the no, countries in the, your. No, there's both. both. Oh, there's Wacko's Louis United Louis States Louisiana. and Yakko's Universe. Oh, I like both. I like Yakko more than Wacko. Uh, well, that's oh. fair, but Wacko well, knew the states and their capitals very well. I like, I, I, I'm Team Wacko, but they're they're both good. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, fuck dot though, Indiana. all the way, fuck dot. Oh, uh, you yeah. sexist! Wow, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back again next week talking about Boxing Helena, which is a movie about the capital of Montana. No? And boxes or boxing? Uh, Like, what's your best guess? uh, I think that this is about a woman who's pretty good at boxing. Or a Boxing Day movie, holiday movie in Montana. Uh, (laughs) We should make that if that doesn't exist. A Boxing Day movie? Yeah, sure. Yes? Yes. Uh, this is sponsored by Seymour Sin in San Francisco, who says, uh, sponsored it because it's crazy bad, unsexily sexy, and amazingly psychotic. So that is the summary that I know at this point. I know nothing else about this movie. Seymour seems kind of like a dick. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm not on that episode. Fuck you, Seymour. So uh, <laughs> thanks. we really appreciate you sponsoring, Seymour. Thanks for sending us some money. No, Seymour, I hope your kids have to compete. <laughs> we all have to compete these days. Uh, anyway, so thank you for, for sponsoring that. You're really good at meaningless transitions. <laughs> this is episode three three six. A bird in the one. hand. This episode has to be over. <laughs> and thank you so much to Valerie from Hartsdale for sponsoring this. Uh, Valerie, it's very sweet of you to sponsor this game show, and I know you meant it to be fun for us. And remember, Ezra did have a good time. So although there's no refunds. At least you helped Ezra have a decent 25 minutes. Um, sorry, the rest of us didn't like it as much. Uh, Valerie, I did. Oh, I should say, if anyone's interested in actually um, like watching these episodes that we saw, they should be probably in the show notes because um, mm-hmm. there's a YouTube playlist. Yeah, that's what we watched is the YouTube playlist. And uh, actually, Valerie had seen every season except season two. So when I told her we were watching season two, she was like, now nah, I got to go watch those episodes. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, I'm glad we could help out. I, I it's weird. This got me thinking about uh, kid game shows, which I definitely liked some of. You know, I, I loved anything where someone got gacked at the end, or you know, slimes, yeah. or whatever, Nickelodeon style. I liked a lot of them. This was not my favorite, but I liked. I'm really glad I know about it now because it is fascinating. 
Um, so thanks, Valerie. We really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Thank you. And uh, thanks for being here. Uh, as always, Chris is in Paris. This is really hard for me. Yeah. I miss him. But thank you for filling in, Stephen. You did a great job. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you. You're. <laughs> thanks for getting promoted, Ezra. You did an adequate job summarizing. I- Looking forward to being demoted in two weeks. It'll be great. And uh, thanks for joining us at Curtis underscore Cook on Twitter. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You can also check him out on the Viceland show Flophouse. Yeah. Not to be confused with our friend podcast, The Flophouse, but the new cable show on on Viceland. It's awesome. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Doing doing (laughs) some stand-up in a garage with uh, dicks drawn on the walls. Yeah. It was the highlight of my career, and I mean that unsarcastically. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's early, but yeah. The, the early highlight of your career. I gotta get in on this shit, you know, where your podcast generates money. Yeah, not a lot. I mean, you can ask people to give you money almost at any time. It doesn't make it happen. Do you still do your podcast? No. That's the first step. We had to quit doing it when we got jobs. People <laughs> like, yeah. I know it's good to know. Yeah, I understand. Um, do you guys, do, do, uh, do Ezra and Steven also have wives that work harder than them, or... Uh, Ezra, yes. Stephen, no. Uh, no, I, I think I... Well, so, yes, my wife works harder, although usually with the kid. Oh, you got a baby? Yeah, he has a baby too. Yeah. How old is your baby? He's almost two. Yeah. I would pay to see your child fight for its life. <laughs> oh I'm going to say... I'm, I'm not going to say no exactly, yeah, but... Figure out how much first, Ezra. I know you love your kid, but just like this could be a really big up. <laughs> it pays an exposure. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this show. We'll be back. Kind of more of a hugger. I think if it was a hugging contest, I think he'd be pretty good at it. Hugging next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Nothing beats nothing.